All right, welcome back to Draft Vice. We are here. I am Walter. It is Harry, Harry the Van Ness. Hello. And uh, we are here to talk about all the head coaching hires, man. All and the, all that good stuff. Dude, all the teams are getting their head coaches except for the Browns. The Browns are out to lunch. They're actually, I got to say, I actually like the Browns process. They're taking their time with it. And they're also not rushed for anything. Yeah. Who else I, is going to hire somebody? Exactly. And also, like, it's better to have no head coach than have Adam Gase as your head coach. That might be true. It is. It's uh, Miami fans are sitting there laughing at you guys going like, ah, we got Brian Flores. He, he took a team that should have went 0-16 and went 5-11. and Yeah, and Adam Gase took a team that should have went like 10-6 and and what, what, what 7-9 and or 6-10. and 10. I, I mean, would, to I be fair, our... Sam Darnold decided to make out with somebody who was a teenager. Okay, I'm slandering him. Sam Darnold caught the mono, right? He didn't get the mono when he was in high that school. Sh- that showed you he was a pussy. Like, if he were a boss, he would have gotten it way sooner in life. Yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, maybe, I don't know. Didn't get it. I, maybe they just don't have mono at USC. Maybe it's just kind of like you have to get a shot or you're not allowed in. Um, like, but he could have just went to Arizona State like for a, like a road trip, and I'm sure there are tons of like diseases you could have got in there. Right, he's like the star quarterback at USC. I guess, well, guess he left as a redshirt sophomore, but I don't know. I think that he could have. I think he could have pulled in some mono while he was there if he really tried. Right. Of course. Maybe he's just. Maybe he's not a closer. Maybe that's what it is. He's not a closer. He can't, he can't pull it in. All right. So enough with Sam Darnold's mono. But like the thing with that is like we've seen teams win with backup quarterbacks. We saw it with Denver and uh who was the guy that Brock they had? Osweiler. It was, no, it was Brandon Allen this year or something? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry to go on a tangent, but anytime I hear Brandon Allen's name I get like PTSD. <laughs> I I I'm an Ole Miss fan and there's a game we should have beaten Arkansas like it was like it was a shootout. We beat. It's like we scored first in overtime, and it looked like we were gonna do it. it was like fourth and like twenty something ridiculous, and they lateral. And as we we're going down, they lateral it to the run back, pick up a first down, score a touchdown. Then they decide to go for two, and then they end up beating us. And Brandon Allen was the Arkansas quarterback for that game. And we saw it with David Blau with uh, the Detroit Lions. And then what happens? Oh, we have Sam Darnold, and Trevor Simeon broke his hymen and his tibia. And then we had to put in Luke Falk, who, oh my God. Should not have been on an NFL roster. Dude, Luke Falk did not look like he should have been playing anything. Yeah. He didn't look like he should be playing flag football. No, he didn't. So, uh, but like, that's the point. You can game plan around that. He's like, we're going to practice like we have Sam Darnold for the game, but we're going to put in Luke Falk. I'm like, well, that didn't end well for you, did it? No. They could have at least went 8-8. Eight and eight. Again, like you could have had an like well, a we game should, plan. That's yeah, the point well, of game plan. Yeah. We saw, you know, even though the Detroit Lions didn't win with David Blau, they were competitive with David yeah. Blau. So I remember, like, I think we we had like more special team touchdowns from like the from like on the span where Falk was starting than we did offensive touchdowns. So, quick question before we get into the new head coaching hires, the fires, the burning trash cans that are the Cleveland Browns and the rest of these teams. Uh, what w- did you think anybody should have been fired that didn't get fired? Um, Adam Gase, I believe, should have been fired. I've made that very clear. Resident Jets fan, yes. everybody, just to give you a clear heads up. Yeah, who- Although anybody in the AFC East could probably tell you, like the Bills are like, yo, you guys should have gotten it. Should never have gone with Gase. The Miami Dolphins are like, you guys <laughs> made our mistake. Um, and the Patriots are the Patriots, right? Yeah. It's probably going to be you know Tom Brady there next year again. Yep. And uh. So I people were talking about uh, what's his name Doug Marone should have gotten fired, but I think they're trying to like see how things go with the the culture without Tom Coughlin. Yeah, 
Uh, but I think those are really the two. And Dan Quinn, but Dan Quinn went on a tear at the end of the year and got them to be 7-9 and nine and made their draft pick worse. This is why you fire people midseason, folks. You don't have that sudden – you do what the Panthers did, right? You, you, you have a, a winning head coach, you save his winning reputation, and you fire him and you make your team lose. That's, the, that's, that's what the Panthers what you did. you got to do. Now they're in a position to potentially get Herbert or Tua or draft somebody good and the- healthy. Don't sleep on Jalen Hurts. Oh, I think he, he, he'll be an interesting one. I, yeah. I I really do wonder where Jalen Hurts goes, to be yeah, honest. Was, we'll I, get more into the college draft yeah. and this year. It's going to be fun. It's a whole new – it's 2020, whole new year, whole new draft fight. Whole new decade. Whole new decade. I've heard that before. Um, I didn't know. I was I was unprepared for the new decade. And then everybody started talking about it at the last second. It's like, yeah. we're getting a new decade. I'm like, I forgot. Fuck. I thought we were just getting a new year. Fuck. So, uh, yes, new decade, new draft vice, and we're going to talk – and new head coaches. So, first head coach that was hired, I talked about it a little bit with Ron Rivera uh, going to the uh, Washington uh, th- uh, Threadskins. You know, uh, what do you feel about that? We, uh, I think it's a good hire. He was, was – like, he really helped Cam Newton's development out. And, as you know, Washington also has a young quarterback. And I'd like to – is like, I think Ron Rivera is going to be really good for Dwayne Haskins. But for, for Dwayne Haskins, who uh, – there are two different types of players, obviously, like Cam's, like, you know, mobile quarterback and, and Dwayne Haskins, he's a pocket passer. But, like, the, like, my main concern for Dwayne Haskins is I think he's got a great mentor, Ron Rivera. Is they need to do something about that offensive line because Cam had a great offensive line for most of his time in Carolina. Well, see, I think that's the, the trick with Ron Rivera coming in. They fired Bruce Allen. They fired uh, some of the trainers. They're getting in some new trainers in. They're going to go to Trent Williams and say, Trent Williams, you're our only hope. Be our left tackle. And if not, we'll trade you for a pick. But please be our left tackle. And I think that's what they're going to go. I think that's the plan. They get him back. Hopefully they can re-sign Sheriff, uh, Brandon Sheriff, their guard. Very good guard, right? So maybe they get him back in the room. Dwayne Haskins. I also like some of the, the assistant co- uh, coaching hires, right? They uh, brought in Jack Del Rio. Yeah. They Jack brought Del Rio in- should be a head coach somewhere. He's- Dude, he did really he- good on the Raiders. And yeah, then he- all of a sudden. And, on the ja- and, like, he- was like- and he was also like when uh, John Fox was out with like heart surgery, he did a really good job with Denver when he was the interim head coach there also. Dude, I, I don't get it. Uh, him and Jim Caldwell. We'll talk some about about those coaches that are that not are even getting like a sense of like, hey, we should hire them, right? We should talk about those guys a little bit later on. Um, guys who should be even in at least the running, right? Like uh, the cool runnings, like the Jim Caldwells of the world. But uh, I, I like Jack Del Rio. They brought in uh, some of the guys from uh, the Panthers with uh, uh, Scott Turner and North Turner. Yeah. They also brought in Ken Zampezi, right? Former quarterbacks coach for uh, quite a few different franchises, including the the Bengals and the Browns. And honestly, he was the reason I think Baker Mayfield did really well his first year. They got rid of him, and they didn't keep a lot of the staff. And all of a sudden, you know, Baker's kind of regressing and actually getting worse. I think part of that is the QB coach was really good last year, and he and Baker even said that. And P, and and Ken Zampezi has a background of developing quarterbacks like uh, Carson Palmer, Andy Dalton. Ken Zampese is a good coach, good QB coach, not a good OC. I saw him OC in, in in Cincinnati, who was not good there. But they don't have to worry about that. They've got the Turners. They got the Kevin Turner and the North Turner. So I, I like I like where they're going with it. They're kind of they're trying to reset the franchise. Dan Snyder's going in, he's fixing shit, and he's gonna walk out. I like it. It's a good move. Uh next pickup, 
I think was the was it the Dallas Cowboys? Yes, Mike Dallas McCarthy. Cowboys with the they didn't even fire their head coach. They just went, we're gonna hire another head coach. Why would we fire a guy like, like Jason Garrett's? Like the was like the boyfriend like who's like who got broken up with but doesn't want to believe his girlfriend's actually breaking up with them so it's more like his yeah. girlfriend was starting to look around on him while they're technically still together and, and she's getting fucked by a guy with a bigger dick yeah and he walked in and he's like well and and he's still married to her he's still gonna pay for the house for like the next two weeks yep he's oh it's like the boyfriend who saw us to pay the rent on the apartment that's what it is yeah like we both have our fucking names on this place she's in there getting railed by mike mccarthy so yeah um i so did you see any of the interviews with mike mccarthy i did not but i so like, I did not see his his entrance his uh, his his interview as the Cowboys like his introductory press conference. What I did see is his interviews with Tom Pelissaro and his interviews with Peter King, and they were actually very informative. Now now there's been there's been talks that he's kind of pulled back on them, but he had a, he showed a very good understanding of analytics. He showed a willingness to change. He showed an understanding of what he did wrong in Green Bay in Green Bay. And it showed that he was like, hey, we went away from uh, doing a lot of motions, which had become a very big thing. Uh, Pre-snap motion is a huge thing in the NFL right now because it sets the defense on edge, gives you an idea if they're in man coverage or zone coverage. Um, So he said, like, yeah, we went away from that. We should have been sticking to it, doing a lot more with it. Uh, He also made a lot of good assessments that, uh, you know, from what I've heard of some failed coaching staffs, Freddie Kitchens and the Browns. Uh, where he said, "Listen, the guy who's doing the uh, the 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 setup for the offense for the week should be the guy calling the plays." Like he he made some actually smart assessments in the off season, and he treated every week like he was going to going to work and breaking down plays and doing some real work on himself and on the what he was going to be doing. So I I like the hire for for Dallas. I'm actually not a fan, believe it or not. Really? Yes, because anybody who is like anybody who gets hired in Dallas, they're not there to win. They're there to appease Jerry. Want to know? Well, was like wonder who else they were thinking about interviewing? Oh well, not Marvin they did Lewis. Her, yes, Marvin Lewis. If there's one coach who was more who kept his job like more undeservingly like than Jason Garrett, it's freaking Marvin Lewis. I and mean, like, I think there's a few guys who kept their jobs more undeservingly. I mean, we, ha- I, I've got the Browns but, had Hugh Jackson, like Hugh Jackson. Went but like Marvin, like, yeah, but Marvin Lewis was there like for what 16 years though. But keep in mind, how bad were the Bengals before Marvin Lewis got there? That is true. It was, it was a bad true, trash fire. True. Like we joke about the Detroit Lions mm-hmm. and the Cleveland Browns. Dude, the Bengals were horrible before Marvin Lewis got there, and they were at least a playoff contender. They made it to the playoffs. They went. They had winning seasons. Marvin Lewis, I think he gets a lot of flack. I think a lot of things was like he he lost a lot of assistance. Yeah, he lost Jay Gruden. He lost uh, Hugh Jackson. Who guys? I don't think were good <laughs> coaches. Head coach. I actually think Jay Gruden might have been a better head coach than some people give him credit for. Uh, he had a lot of things going against him when he was uh, with uh, Washington, but you know he lost a lot of assistance. You know, uh, North uh, was it, uh, Mike Zimmer again just lost a lot of people, helped develop a lot of people. Now guys who were who went around and coached in other spots and had some level of success in different locations. So I don't I don't hate on Marvin Lewis as much. I was a little bit more shocked he even was like he even cared to come back. Like yeah. I, I thought he was retired. Now that it sounds like he does want to come back. He was also interviewed for uh, the Redskins job. So that was uh, a – and in the Bahamas. Like, nice place to get interviewed, right? Sure is. Um, so I I do agree with what you're saying, though. A yeah. lot of – Jerry runs everything in the Dallas Cowboys. Like, like the fact that Jason Garrett, like, was the coach of the Cowboys longer than Jimmy Johnson says all you need to know. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's basically just do what Jerry wants you to do. Yep. So, but I do think Mike McCarthy, I, dude, I think the funniest thing was the sleepover. Did you hear about that? No, I did not. What happened? Oh, my God. So, Mike McCarthy goes down to Dallas, yes. right? Goes to interview with Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones is like, wait a second. Yo, you got to come to my place. We got to hang out. He stays over at Jerry Jones's place. They have a slumber party, man. They're out there remaking waffles, telling ghost stories. Reading comic books, playing video games. Right. Dude, that is... Would you ever sleep over your boss's house? No, I would not. Keep in mind... This well, is actually, your... well, actually, my boss is a fucking millionaire, so maybe, like... Well, that's the thing. His boss is a billionaire, so... I'm oh, thinking... true, true, actually. That yeah, makes... I, he's got, like, a multi-level mansion. And imagine, like, the rich people cocaine they have there. Dude, I'm telling you, man. They were probably going high off the fucking rails. I, I don't think Mike McCarthy's a big cocaine guy, though. Like, if, if anything, there's some... Freddie Kitchens, on the other hand... I don't know why I keep slandering Freddie oh, I'm Kitchens. Sure, I'm sure Adam Gase loves doing that. Oh, dude, to his eyes. His, his eyes... <laughs> He looks like he's got coke eyes right now. His his uh, his, his, uh, his Yu-Gi-Oh card that he always played was coke eyes, white dragon, man. Coke. He's uh so yeah. I, I I think the Mike McCarthy hire. I think it fits if they get Dak and they get Amari Cooper. Those are two big names. Yeah. We have to figure out what goes on this offseason. Here's the problem: you can't franchise tag them both, right? Yeah. So if they both say, "Hey, you know what? We're gonna go ahead and we're gonna go right to the deadline," they can't do both. So one of them can potentially walk and i'm sure there's some communication between amari cooper and dak prescott yeah and amari cooper's great and dak prescott's really good not not top 10 good oh actually i don't know i, don't I, know I, I think I, he's top 10 i quarterback eight through like 18 is it's a like it's a take your pick kind of thing it's yeah who are the top five who are the top eight and then after eight, it's like it's a very hard. So he could be top ten. I I don't know. I I haven't, I haven't done my uh, this year. He showed a, he did a lot better. They kept Kellen Moore. Um, oh, great coordinator. Yeah, he, and he showed. Like, and I, I don't know. But they would go away from game plans. Like they would. They had like the number one all, passing offense in the NFL. But they were going to like. Then they would like lose to like some of the like the easiest teams to like. They would lose against good teams. Basically, it was they were like the Minnesota Vikings, but they had a different schedule. Yeah. So, uh, uh, talked about the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I don't know who else they, they've brought in as far as, uh, I don't know if they've announced the coordinator yet. I know that we'll, we'll, we'll touch back on that. If we find out they had a D coordinator. We'll, we'll give you some information who else they've hired. I know Kellen Moore was a big one. Uh, we're also, we've got the Carolina Panthers, right? Yes. New, new head coach, Matt, Matt Rule of the Baylor the Baylor, you know, and he was, this guy went from like uh, had a one win season to eleven win season in two years, man, in the college football. Yes. So Matt Rule, he's got a lot of fans in the NFL. Like he he had a one win season, and teams were willing to hire him back then to be a head coach. And he's like, it's not time yet. You gotta let me cook. I'm like cookie dough. I need to be a cookie. Let me be a cookie. I'll come in. But he took Temple and made it a competitive uh, college football team, and he took Baylor. Baylor and brought him back. Yeah, so uh, I think the more interesting thing here is David Tepper went balls deep, man. He was like, you know what? We didn't get, you know, he let, he had McCarthy in there for an interview. He let him walk. Had Matt Rule in. He's like, you know what, Matt Rule? I like our chemistry. You, I, me, we we can turn this franchise around. I don't know how your feelings are on the Mr. Newton. We'll figure that out going forward. But we 
we are going to be a beautiful friendship. And he hired him, and he gave him a ridiculous deal. Part of the benefits of being a college football coach is you're making millions already. They had to pay Baylor $6 million to buy out his contract. Wow. And he's got he's got an incentive laden contract that's like seventy million dollars. He's actually like, he's actually like one of the top paid coaches already. He hasn't even coached an NFL game yet, right? And like everybody like paid as much as he is. Like he's the only one who has not won a Super Bowl yet. Also, it, I think the weird thing with him is like, I mean, okay, I, I get he he's a uh, program builder, right? He's not worrying about OC. Like he will find an OC that he likes. He will find a uh, D coordinator that he likes. He's gonna build up. Uh, I think are they? T is he the one that they're talking about? Joe Brady might go there. Yeah, yeah. Joe Brady, mm -hmm. the LSU offensive coordinator. Uh, previously linked to Martin uh, uh, Winkdale. Oh, Wink Martindale. What the fuck am I saying? Martin Winkdale. Wink Martindale. All right, where are we? It's not actually one of those. Sound Martin Winkdale sounds like a real name. Wink Martindale, Martindale does not. What kind of first name is Wink? So, uh, I. How do you feel about the Matt Rule hire? Like you said, I'm sort of I'm sort of iffy, but I think it's a good hire because we have seen coaches go from college to the NFL and be successful, like Jimmy Johnson, Barry Switzer, you know, John, it's like Jim Harbaugh to a lesser extent, but it's like... With but, Jim Harbaugh and uh, some of the more recent ones, like Pete Carroll, Jim Harbaugh, they had experience in the NFL, though. True. Um, Jimmy Johnson, we're talking about now, yeah, like almost 30, 30 years Both ago. Both college and uh, the NFL are different games now than they were back then. Yeah. So... Um, and have kind of diverged into different paths in being different games. So I have to look at it more from the eye of, you know, Cliff Kingsbury. How's he been doing? Granted, Cliff Kingsbury came in as an, not even as a head coach, as an OC uh, in college football and became a head coach in the NFL. That was a weirder one, I think. And then, but he hasn't been horrible. Yeah. Uh, and then the uh, Chip Kelly years, which Chip Kelly came to the NFL his and they were not first, His first year with the Eagles is actually pretty good. They won the division that year. But it was before the NFL was willing to adapt college you know, concepts. Now everybody's yeah. running college concepts. Oh, yeah. Jet sweep, spread offense, hurry up. They are all doing it. And uh, I, I think that there's a I, – I think now the, the gap is kind of closed on what you can bring in that's new, right? So – I think they didn't hire Matt Rule because they think they're going to get new concepts. I think they thought he's a leader. Yeah. He's a CEO. Like, people were talking about Urban Meyer, potentially, for both the Redskins and the Browns. I've heard stuff about Urban Meyer for the Cowboys also. Obviously, they went with Mike McCarthy. Yeah. But then the Browns and the Cowboys both said, like, they weren't going with a, a college head coach. They wanted yeah. guys who had NFL coaching experience. But uh, there was a lot of people who were interested in, at least it sounded like there was names thrown out there. I know he was at least in the building for the Washington Redskins. I know. Uh, I think that originally the Giants wanted to get him also, but they ended up going with Joe Judge, who we'll talk about later. Yes, Joe Judge. That's a, that's a big one because a lot of people didn't even know yeah. about him. So uh, Matt, uh, Matt Rule's an interesting pickup. It's a... Uh, again, it, it, they, did, they did this because they think he's going to be the CEO, right? They're going to try and get a guy like Joe Brady to be the offensive coordinator and try to lure him out of LSU. And t I'll say this, Tepper looks like he's going balls to the wall and everything. Also, Tepper has shown an, uh, an interest. It seems like the newer owners have shown an affinity for analytics and integration of it and using it in the NFL. And they want head coach. Like, you see it with Jimmy Haslam. You see it with Tepper. Uh to some extent with the Baltimore Ravens. I mean, Jim Harbaugh has been, uh, 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 no, John Harbaugh yeah. has been using it 
I had said like, yo, we use analytics in our in our coaching, and we do take it with some football analysis, like some, and I, it's still football analysis. Analytics is still football analysis. It's they're saying like the prob they're playing against probabilities. So what what kind of play works? What's a more advantageous play? So they're looking for people who are looking to get the edge the best way possible. This is why some coaches are not probably in the running for certain jobs. Yeah. And we'll talk about that after we do the Joe Judge, which was talk about the Joe Judge. Joe Judge hired special teams coordinator and uh, most recently wide receivers coach for the New England Patriots. And now he is the head coach for the New New York York Giants. Giants. Uh, What do you think about this one? Um, I'm going to go wait and see, like, as I, as you mentioned, wide receiver coach and special teams coordinator. That's really like, you know, think you need to maybe step up a little bit, maybe be an offensive coordinator for a few years before you're ready for a head coaching job. But I've heard like everybody who knows him has do- has said nothing but good things about him. Like I think Bill Belichick said himself that this guy is going to be an NFL head coach one of these days. And I, I honestly want to say I, there has been a lot of people have pointed out that being a, a offensive coordinator or defensive coordinator does not necessarily translate to being a head coach. And special teams coaches is an untapped market of potential head coaches. And we've seen it. John Harbaugh was a special teams coach. And we've seen guys who weren't even head co- uh, OCs. Andy Reid. Andy Reid was never an offensive coordinator in the NFL. Wow. That's, that, that one blows my mind. Never, probably one of the most successful head coaches, other than he's never been to, like, never won a Super Bowl. But, like, again, I know some teams would trade their left nut to have Andy Reid as their head coach. Yep. All their left nuts. It's all the nuts in the organization. All the left nuts in the organization. And a couple of, and a pair of googly eyes also. <laughs> we'll trade you Adam Gase's googly eyes. You don't need Adam Gase, just the googly eyes, though. We'll put them right on top of the Chiefs logo. That actually would make that logo way more interesting to look at. Um, I actually, and I think that there's some benefit to Joe Judge. Uh, I think there's something to be said about Belichick being okay with Joe Judge leaving and not o- and not Josh McDaniels. Yeah, if you've heard some of the stuff, Joe Judge was hired like on Tuesday, and Josh McDaniels has had every roadblock thrown in his way for interviewing for the Browns job. And it seems like really the Browns job is the one he wants, and that's that was the weird one with Tepper. This is the thing that makes me th- yeah. feel a little worried with Tepper. Tepper, uh, there's been a, a rumor going around that Tepper hired Matt Rule. Because he found out, like, as almost kind of a, a spite you move to McDaniels, because McDaniels had the Browns as his number one, because he heard this somewhere. This was, if that's true, and I don't know if it is, that is a weird way to operate. Yeah. Is to be like, I'm not your number one, really? Like, what are you dating? Like, calm down. Like, there's a reason why, te- like, some of these coaches are interested in the Browns. There's a lot of talent on that team because of uh, draft capital that's been accrued over the years. Yeah, you know, right now Carolina is probably like on the one end you got Tepper, but also like you have question marks with Cam Newton. You had Kyle Allen. You also fired your your winning head coach that w- that was there and was a big reason why that team was winning this year. So there's there's reasons why I understand why why a, a potential head coaching candidate would not want to go with the Panthers or at least was kind of like skeptical and saying, hey, I want to look at other spots first. Calm down. So. Joe Judge, I I kind of think like it depends on who he gets to bring in. Uh, was he, this was he the one who got Kevin O'Connell to Not be sure. the OC? I know Kevin O'Connell 
OC for the uh, Washington Redskins just got. Oh, it was the it was the Rams. He just got hired for the Rams OC job. The Rams who haven't had an OC since uh, McVay walked in the room because he hasn't needed one. He's like, you know what? We're gonna hire an OC. Uh, we'll have hire this guy who uh, was in my old job down in the Washington organization, and I, I think that's gonna be an interesting. He's gonna he's gonna pop up somewhere yeah. soon. Uh, and they they snaked him, man. I think that's a. Uh, he was connected to the McDaniels uh, potential head coaching hire. So I, I don't know if they've announced any new uh, coordinator. I know they haven't announced a D coordinator because that's still a big question mark, right? Are they going to stick with the 3-4 with Betcher? Are they going to go back to the 4-3? Uh, Betcher did a lot of man coverage concepts. You know, 4-3 and 3-4, not as big of a deal anymore in the NFL. Yeah. But gap. Uh, gap scheme? Are you you know you a lot of your guys two gapping or one gapping? Are you playing a lot more zone or man single high two safety high? Those are the things that are going to come in and tendencies. What are you going to do more? Because everybody does a bunch of it, but not you know it's you know you look at the Seahawks do a lot more cover three, but you know been blitzing more in recent years. So uh, same thing with Dan Quinn down in uh, Atlanta. Atlanta. So. Those are the hires. Are, are there any of them that you thought – are there any head coaching hires you wish were made, like that you thought were like guys who should have gotten a shot? Like a lot of people talked about Eric Bieniemy, right? And I like Eric Bieniemy. I think he's going to land somewhere. He's going to be – like you see the Andy Reid coaching tree has been pretty good, right? Oh, yeah. Matt Nagy, um, Frank Reich's kind of in that tree, Doug Peterson. Finally, I can remember Doug Peterson. I can never – one coach, I can never remember his name when I want to say it, the Eagles head coach, Doug Peterson. But he, you know, been to a Super Bowl already and won one, man, dude. So, uh, yeah, the Andy Reid trees turning out some really good hires. I know a lot of people have been talking about Eric Bieniemy, saying that he's kind of been passed over. I know if it's that hardcore. You know, Joe Judge has been in the NFL for a long time. It's not like he came out of nowhere. But I think it's because it was a shocker. You hear him, you hear Matt Rule. But again, like everybody has their picks. Everybody has guys that they like. So. Uh, Marvin Lewis, Jim Caldwell. Jim Caldwell is one I'm shocked didn't get a lot more interviews. Uh, he was a much better coach than, for, than Marvin Lewis, and, and, and like, got a lot less of a tenure yeah. in both spots. Oh yeah, and with the Detroit Lions, so he's been scapegoated a few times. I got fired in a season where he had a re winning record. I'm shocked more teams in that. And he's talking actually right now to interview to be the. I don't know if they've hired him yet or they're just talking to him right now. The Eagles' offensive coordinator position. I'll be a good hire. They. Oh, by the way, the Eagles fired their OC and wide receivers coach. That was an interesting one, Mike. Roll. Well, their wide receivers coach, like they had, like all their receivers were like Carson once won the division with like create a players for Madden as his. <laughs> exactly yeah. right. It was uh he and then talk about that playoff game goes out after four passes with a concussion. That poor prick. That poor handsome prick. <laughs> we are very pro ginger on this podcast. Yes, this is a very pro ginger space. That is, a, uh, this is the NFL ginger podcast. Yeah. So uh, that's Dal why Sam Darnold uh, has a little bit of hopes with us. Andy Dalton. Talk and about where he lands next season, man. That's going to be an interesting. He's going to win a Super Bowl with New England next year. You watch. You know, I've heard. I've heard they want to bring Andy Dalton in. You know, they could probably trade for him and get him for a very cheap contract. Yeah. And because you know the Bengals are going to pick Joe Burrow next year. Oh yeah. Hands down, that he's gonna be. We're, we're gonna. This is gonna be a fun year, draft year. A lot of QBs, man. Um, you know, we're still waiting on the Browns. We'll hopefully find out about the Browns before the draft. About it's like wait, it's like waiting for a new pope. 
Dude, it, well, it comes every like two years though, so it's kind of sure, waiting it's... for Santa Claus at this point. Like it's yeah. it's a very consistent thing. It's like it oh, is. you know, new coaching cycle. Oh, are the Browns hiring somebody this year? It's oh, they don't have Hugh Jackson anymore, so they must be hiring somebody new this year. Um, yeah, I think it's gonna be this is gonna be a fun off season. Just kind of a quick idea of the draft this year, man. A lot of QBs. Yes. A lot sir. of interesting QBs, right? It's, and it's, it yeah, Joe Burrow definitely number one, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, what I don't know. I'm getting a weird nod from you. Is there somebody you'd rather have? At no, one? I would rather have Jalen Hurts, but I know realistically Joe Burrow is going to go ahead. Oh wow, we got we got some uh, we got some spice to to add some ginger spice ginger to add spice. to this this draft process. He would rather have Jalen Hurts. I don't hate that concept. I think Jalen Hurts showed something, and also the last two number one overall picks have been Oklahoma Cube. It was like it was almost a three peat with the Heisman Trophy this year. Also, like. I know Joe, Joe Burrow, Burrow just, got it. Joe Burrow went Super Saiyan this year. This is how it is. I like Joe Burrow. He, I think the Tony Romo comp is the best comp for him. Yeah. Uh, Tua, dude, Tua would be in the discussion for number one overall too, man. Uh, thing is, I don't like taking out. I know Jalen technically used to be an Alabama quarterback, but now he's. Uh, I I just don't like taking Alabama quarterbacks all that high because, like, since like Namath and like Kenny Stabler, like what, like what. Alabama quarterback was successful Al- in the NFL. But what Alabama quarterback's been as good at as Tua? Like, like that, Tua's that's been true. good. That is true. And now the problem's been injuries with Tua, yeah. right? Hurts his ankle, hurts his hip. Now he's got some sciatica. You know, he's not going to be able to participate for most of the, the pre-draft process. It's going to be a lot of medicals. He did announce this week, so that was a good thing. Um, he can go anywhere from one to thirty-two, but he's going to get drafted. And he's going to get drafted in the first round, I think. Yeah, I think so too. And if he was healthy, he'd be an argument for number one overall. Yeah. So those two guys right there. Then there's Herbert. Herbert, I get. I've heard Paxton Lynch thrown around for Herbert. Um, uh, stronger arm Jared Goff. I've heard. Yeah. That seems like a good argument mm. for that. Um, there was another one. There was one that I thought was a. Paxton Lynch was a good one because I'm trying to think. There was Drew Locke, but I think he's a little bit more accurate than Drew Locke. Problem is, is like you look at the types of pass some of these guys throw, right? Yeah. He throws a lot of stream passes. Joe Burrow, man. There's a reason why Joe Burrow is currently slated for number one, and it's his passes are not all stream passes. They are he bombs. They're deep balls. He's athletic. He knows how to extend a play. He understands that offense. He's making good reads. I, I I hate that he's going to be in my division next year. That's going to be the problem. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a talented quarterback division, unfortunately, for the AFC North. And the the team that doesn't have a quarterback actually is going to end up probably being the Steelers. So how about that? Uh, who's there's Jacob Eason this year? Yeah, oh yeah, for Georgia. Um, well, not Georgia anymore. It's Washington. Oh, that's right. Yeah, transfer Jake Fromm. That's the guy who's Georgia, and hey, he just announced. Man, I don't know. That's a guy who's going to probably go second round, but he's going to end up. He's going to end up being an Andy Dalton type. Yeah, he's going to be a guy who goes second, third round, ends up being a solid quarterback, but not the guy you need to take you over the hump. QB purgatory. Yeah, that that, that central area where you're stuck and you're like, God damn it, and you need a you need a, a coach like Bill Belichick who's just going to make you look like a god. Um. And who there's oh and uh love, right? Jordan Love? Yeah. Julian Love? Jordan Love? Jordan Love. Love. So it's gonna be an interesting draft season. It's gonna be an interesting uh, off season. I can't wait to see some more of these hires. 
Uh, you can follow Harry. Harry, you have uh, Instagram yes, on Instagram. Uh, he posts a lot of nudes on Instagram. You're not supposed do. to do that. You're not supposed to show a whole dick on Instagram. I know, but like I bribe, I was like I, the CEO loves looking at, it, so he makes an exception for me. Ah, so yeah, follow Harry. What's that? What's your uh, what's your uh, uh, at Harry Van Ness? No caps, no spaces, just my name. How do you spell that? Harry, Harry as in Harry, like Harry Potter. Yes, Van is the thing I got kidnapped in when I was seven, and Ness as in the Loch Ness monster. There you go. Uh, you can follow me at Brojo Death Punch. That's B R O J O, death. That thing that happens when you die, uh, and punch like that thing you drink. So Brojo Death Punch. You can follow the podcast at Draftvice on Twitter at Draftvice underscore football on Instagram. Go look it up on the YouTube's. Go look it up on the the, the, on the iTunes, Facebook. the Stitchers, the Facebooks, the every place you could find them. The the TikToks. I don't have a TikTok for this yet. That's the we'll next be, we'll be on Disney Plus. We're gonna be bought out next week. There we go. They, they buy everybody, yeah, folks. Everybody. All right. Have a good week. Uh, good luck on the playoffs. We're gonna talk about that preferably soon. And uh, we will talk about the next the next set of uh, episodes coming forward. Or what should these teams do? Harry's a Jets fan. I know a lot of Jets fans. We're in New Jersey. I'm a Browns fan. What are they going to do moving forward? Uh, we got some teams still in the playoffs, so we're going to hang off on them. But, like, the the, the Eagles, what are the Eagles going to do? And the Giants, now that they got their special teams coordinator all figured out. Anyway, tune in. It's going to be a fun year. It's a reboot, everybody. We're rebooting the draft vice. Yay. When I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. I'm about to pass. I'm about to beat it.